Thanks for coming back to Organic Matters. I'm in my 23rd year as far as I can figure. And the reason I say that, I've, I would have shows for years and I wouldn't have a show for a year and then I moved and I was out of the country. But for 23 years, I've been on the air somewhere. And in those 23 years, in my 70-some years of life, I, I've tried to learn things. I'm very conscientious about being healthy. You may not know it when you see me. I don't look that healthy, but it's not because I didn't eat and take care in my own way. I guess I have to do a little as an explanation. Uh, I had a pretty serious motorcycle wreck when I was a kid. Uh, then was involved in a pretty serious auto accident, but as a, as a passenger, not as the driver. And then I did tumble an airplane. I uh, went and come in for a landing in the gear, did not uh, decide to stay in place. And so I've got a, a bunged up leg and I, my, my daughter makes fun of me. I'm blind in one eye, deaf in one ear, one bad leg, and she calls her daddy lucky. So, but what I'm going to talk about today is things I've learned that's good for you. And this is about, eh, I'll do 14 or 15 foods that I, I have learned, I've read about, and I've followed that are really healthier. I'm going to point this more towards your brain. You do eat food. You are what you eat. And so is your brain what you eat. I mean, I remember when I got up in the morning when I was growing up, my mom had that trusty bowl of Wheaties and a glass of milk or a glass of orange juice and sent us off to school. Well, we know better than that now. Thankfully, we know, and I've taught my kids, that those foods really do not promote healthy brains at all, but instead they're, they're contributors to inflammation. They're not what they thought they were. Glutens, refined grains, conventional dairy, and refined sugars— that includes processed juices, which is just really concentrated sugar, all trigger chemical reactions in your brain that just can lead to, uh, actually, I'm going to call it, uh, it, leads to poorer brain health. But we now know, too, nature offers an array of foods that we can use to focus better and even, I hope at my age now, age better. When learning to eat for our brains, which incidentally automatically feeds your body correctly, we had to focus on four key things. Talked about this all my life. Greens and vegetables have got to be at the top of the list. Some sort of good healthy protein. Something we didn't used to include as much. Healthy fats. And the most nutrient-dense, fiber-rich carbohydrates from our whole foods now. Whole foods. We'll get into that. These foods have been shown to promote healthy neurotransmitters, which will assist with focus, mood, and the production of natural hormones that have always been there and that do assist our brain functions. So I'm going to just take a look at some of the foods that I've come across. You hope you'll agree with most all of them. I'm trying to lean that way. I still have my hang up. I still make bread. I've gone to non-gluten flour finally, and mostly I'm eating corn-based. I'm, I'm, I found a, a source for masa harina that is organic, and I'm making it not just for tortillas, but I make non-breads and heavier, uh, non-grain, I guess is the word I want to use, um, carbohydrates. I, I didn't really put these in an order I think is exactly most important, but I kind of did. <laughs> so, so follow that. We're going to start with leafy greens. We have to. They contain foliates, vitamin A's, C's and B's and amino acids, all, all good for your body and good for brain health. They also, some of them are very good at actually fighting inflammation. And it helps you ward off sugar cravings you've used to have. And you can really forget that. I hardly ever eat any sugar of any kind. And, and even they claim can settle you and relieve stress a bit. Spinach, kale, chard, arugula, romaines, 
collards, dandelion greens are all among the most nutritious. But just set it this way, any fresh green vegetables, pretty doggone good for your body. Even wild lettuces and herbs count, so be sure to rotate your greens and include them in your diet as much as possible. And I'm going to put this probably not after every particular <laughs> fruit or vegetable I'm going to pick, but organic means a lot, in especially leafy greens now. Even kale. They have a thing called Daxal they're putting on kale. Kale used to be one of the healthiest things you could go to the store and buy without spending organic. That's just no longer true. And maybe this one should have been at the top of the list. I, I always, avocados. They are nutrient-rich. They're really a fruit. Beneficial for the brain because it has a great source and a great amount. Uh, it's in the source of a particular vitamin B called vitamin B5. And of course, it's also loaded with vitamin B6. But avocados are also one of the very best sources of monounsaturated fats and the vitamin E. Both of which protect your brain, your blood, and your heart. While not super high in protein, avocados do contain more protein than almost any other fruit. Nice to know. About four grams for an average size avocado. And they're also a very great source of magnesium, tryptophan, and potassium, all of which reduce blood sugar and blood pressure, which can result in less stress and less anxiety. How about raw cashews? And I'll mention why I mentioned them instead of other nuts. All the nuts are basically good for most people. These little guys are powerful and very good at reducing stress and basically for brain focus is the fancy way to say it. They are a great source of magnesium, another source of monounsaturated fats. They contain iron, all the B vitamins, and they're easy to digest. Now, the reason I picked cashews instead of all the other nuts, there's a lot of people that don't tolerate tree nuts very well. But for some reason, and I found out what the reason was, they tolerate cashews. And this is interesting. That's because... Cashews are a member of a group called the Drupe family, D-R-U-P-E, which means, by definition, they are a nut, but they're actually a fruit. <laughs> and it's kind of a different way of looking at it, and so they don't cause the reactions that most nuts do. One thing I'm going to say about all the nuts, they're all good for you, not if they're loaded. If you go buy peanuts for 50 cents that are 500 milligrams of sodium in it, uh, you're not doing yourself a service. So find these things raw. They're harder and harder to get. I'll occasionally get one roasted with a tiny bit of sea salt on them. But, you know, d don't just go pick up a thing of nuts because you need to read what's in them. Not, every, not all nuts are processed equally. And I will mention raw almonds here. They're easy to find, easier than most, without any salt or anything on them. Pretty common in a number of places. Uh, they are also really, really a great source of protein. They got about seven or eight grams of protein a cup. If you're not a meat eater, that is even more important. Protein is required for focus, prevention of depression and anxiety. Of course, blood sugar regulation and even some sources have claimed that it's really good as a fatigue preventer. Almonds contain a lot of vitamin E, which is why they aid in reducing inflammation. They're also a great source of magnesium. Another again, back to stress control and good blood sugar levels. If you haven't turned yourself on to quinoa yet, go find it. Okay, it is another option that is really, really good for you. It is a complete protein, so it's a fantastic source of amino acids. Technically, it's a seed, not a grain. That's why it's healthier for you. Quinoa is a great option for easy digestion. Some people soak it, some sprout it, some people just cook it. 
It's got mine. I'm using one from Seeds of Change that happens to be organic. It has a nutty flavor. It's got a great texture. It's kind of like eating short grain rice. It contains tons of vitamin B and magnesium, both, again, which assist your brain and, uh, and your mood balance. You'll learn to like it. If you have it a few times, you'll look forward to it. Even though not as, as popular as in other parts of the world, coconuts, healthy fats, and amino acids make it a great brain food. It's a fantastic source of saturated fats, which incidentally are required for optimal cholesterol levels in your body. I'm amazed how many people do not realize your body cannot produce hormones if you don't have cholesterol. Everyone wants to go on the zero cholesterol. You have to have a certain amount. We need healthy anti-inflammatory sources of saturated fats. Top of the list almost is coconut. There's also a thing we don't buy here, and I don't recommend, called red palm oil because they're messing up the jungles getting it. And my favorite and easy to use and everybody loves, I use pure raw cocoa. Otherwise, it's the source that cocoa, that chocolate comes from, but you can now buy it certified organic at any of the better stores. I put a, a heaping tablespoon in one cup of coffee every morning. It is absolutely loaded with good saturated fat. Coconut itself is especially great for the brain because it's, it it's causes your body to produce a thing called ketones. And they are used to focus and to per, help to prevent memory loss. It actually even helps to prevent and treat epilepsy in studies they've shown. Alzheimer's disease and age-related cognitive diseases of all kinds have been shown to improve with regular use of coconut oils. Got to be on the list, folks. Wild fish. And I say wild fish. Wild fish is one of the best sources of amino acids, and they are required, again, for your optimal brain health, along with omega-3 fatty acids, which we're usually out of bounds we usually have too many omega-6s, not enough three. I choose wild Alaskan salmon, not Pacific salmon, and not ever farm salmon, which are loaded with pesticides, hormones, and this is where we get out of balance, unhealthy omega-6 fats. Other wild fish are great. Wild halibut and wild rainbow trout are also high in omega-3s and B vitamins. Wild fish such as these are one of the key items in the well-known and famous Mediterranean diet which is the diet most associated with the brain health and longevity of any particular diet that we've studied. I do want to add here, I used to eat tilapia. I even raised my own tilapia. If I raised it, I'd still eat my own. It's really upside down. It has very little omega-3 and a heck of a lot of omega-6s, number one. Number two, they're all, they are all farm-raised that we get, and though a lot of them are farm-raised halfway around the world, I was in our local giant grocery and even the local grocery store here, and neither one had a single fish product from the United States except shrimp. The tilapia were raised in China or Indonesia or somewhere. All the other fishes, the sway and all, sway, all from other wares around the world where they have no control. You know, so go go for a wild fish if you can, but certainly be careful. The uh, any I just don't buy any farmed fish anymore. I will. I take that back. There are some good trout farms around and a few good catfish farms, but make sure they're from here in the United States. Let's talk about one more food, then I'll run through a list of several others that are almost self-explanatory. Sweet potatoes are a surprise. Sweet potatoes may be one of the healthiest carbohydrates you can eat for your body and your brain. Our bodies need some carbohydrates from produce for optimal brain and hormone function, so these 
I like the fancy word spuds, <laughs> are a great option. Sweet potatoes contain a great amount of B vitamins, magnesium, potassium, and vitamin A. They're also a great source of a thing called tryptophan. That's an amino acid that helps to reduce stress. And, and actually, in some people, late in the day, is actually a, kind of helps them rest a little bit when they're getting ready to go to bed. Lastly, sweet potatoes are a wonderful source of fiber. They're a great alternative if, I'm try- if you're trying to get off of grains, and I have mixed emotions about grains. So if you consume a grain-free diet, a sweet potato should be uh, on your table several times a week. And don't forget that it's look-alike, especially if you make it uh, like I make them, pumpkins, basically the same profile as, uh, as a very good sweet potato. So if you want a little change up, pumpkin's a good way to go. And in the end, let's just bring up a few things. Berries. All the berries are wonderful for you. I don't even have to go through each berry. I will warn you, especially strawberries are always on the dirty dozen list. It's one of the most poisoned fruits you can buy. I recommend on your berries spending the extra buck or two, especially the blueberries, blackberries, and strawberries. Get them organic. And I've missed some of the obvious things like broccoli, but we've already talked about those. So I hope that gives you a list of... Uh, if not new food, some foods you've known about but never took time to make a part of your diet. Thanks for staying tuned to Organic Matters.